Welcome back to Daf HaShavua. This week we're going to be learning Mesech Sivamus Daf Membeis, in which the Gemara continues a conversation from the previous uh, from the previous Daf from Daf Mem Aleph, trying to describe the din, the concept of Havchana, that a new husband is going to have to wait three months to uh, to get married to a uh, to get married to a woman, uh, and we describe the fact that we want to distinguish between the previous husband and the new husband, which is the source ultimately of the three months that uh, that we're going to have to wait. And the Gemara gets underway trying to understand and determine in a situation in which a yibum needs to take place. So when are the three months going to be counted from? And the Gemara concludes. That, uh, that the three months are counted, not from any other day other than the day that the husband died, not from the end of Shiva, not from, uh, when the, uh, from the, when the woman feels like she can enter into a new marriage, but rather only when the, uh, when the, uh, when the, uh, when the original husband passed away. There's actually a machlokas in the Gemara, uh, in Gittin on Dafir Ches between Rav and Shmuel about when, uh, the Gittin, when the get is actually going to be chal, and Rav is under the impression that the get uh, and the divorce, the gerushin, is going to be chal when the get is given. And Shmuel is under the impression that uh, the divorce is going to be from when the get was written, not given. And ultimately, based on all the back and forth and a kava chomer and a uh, relatively complicated gemara, so the gemara concludes that in the case of chalitza, like we uh, like we just described, the three months begin from when the husband dies and not from any other point in time. The gemara continues and the gemara quotes our mishnah, which describes that all of the other um, previously married women uh, start a new relationship. Uh, they can't start a new relationship, rather, until after three months from their previous marriage. And uh, like we said, this is referred to as the din of uh, the din of Havchana. So the Gemara wants to understand why the din of Havchana uh, would apply in any other case other than uh, a case of Yibum. We understand, says the Gemara, Bishlama in the case of Yibum, that a woman could still be pregnant from her previous relationship, which would then mean that the current relationship could, uh, could be out of the context of Yibum, right? Yibum has been fulfilled, the woman could still be potentially pregnant with a child from uh, her previous husband, and therefore, the Gemara says, in a case of Yibam, I understand why we have to wait three months. But why must other women wait three months, the Gemara wants to know. Who, at the end of the day, cares if she's going to be pregnant from her first husband? We're going to be able to determine um, the lineage, perhaps. We're going to be able to determine uh, with pretty much clarity who uh, is the father of this uh, of this child. So the Gemara quotes a Pasuk from, uh, from Sefer Bracious where the Gemara says, that Hashem is going to be a God for us and for the children who are going to come after us. And uh, ultimately, we want to do our best to bivados with utmost certainty know who the father of this child is. Rashi over here actually has a fascinating comment. And in Dibar Maschil Ulezarecha Acharecha. So Rashi says that the Shechina, that Akash Baruch Hu's presence is only Shorah on people who have uh, Vadai Yichus, somebody who uh, comes from a, a line where we can draw it all the way back uh, with certainty, Bivados. And interestingly enough, on the spot over here, Tosos describes the fact that Avram Avinu was commanded that he was only, uh, only allowed to marry a Jewish woman. Uh, and this perhaps is one of the earliest sources uh, for the importance of only marrying a Jew, because as Tosos points out over here, uh, we would uh, ner- be nervous that the, uh, the Jewish uh, line of, uh, of genealogy would be severed should somebody, God forbid, uh, end up marrying out of the faith. 
The Gemara then goes on to discuss something that is relatively, uh, relatively practical, something that comes up uh, every so often, certainly. And the Gemara asks about a couple that's going uh, to be converting together. They're converting to Judaism together. And uh, the Gemara wants to know if they should have to wait, because at the end of the day, we know who the father is again. We know that this woman and this man were together. They're converting to become Jews. And... Um, and what would be the point? What would be the reason, asks the Gemara, for waiting in such a situation? So the Gemara answers and says that we want to be uh, able to be mavchin. We want to be able to distinguish between the pre-conversion conception and uh, post-conversion conception. Ultimately, we require somebody to wait in order to avoid confusion in lineage and uh, many other isurim, potentially, that could uh, that could take place down the line. And Rava, in our Gemara, goes on and delineates four different situations and four different isurim that could potentially come up should we uh, should we not know the uh, the descent of this particular child and the Gemara says really we're looking out for this uh, for this child going forward so the Gemara then looks at this number at this time period of three months and wonders why is it that three months was the amount of time chosen to wait between marriages the Gemara gives all sorts of different svaros all sorts of different logics uh, why we don't wait two months and the Gemara suggests to maybe one month, maybe we should wait two and a half months, um, maybe we should wait a week, even the Gemara suggests. And ultimately, the Gemara concludes that, uh, that we don't check a woman for signs of pregnancy because the Gemara says that it's going to be uh, some sort of like intimate examination. And we're nervous that as a result of this, uh, this woman going through this examination, the husband is going to uh, be repulsed by such a uh, medical uh, activity over here. And uh, the best option on the table concludes the Gemara is to wait uh, is to wait three months. But then the Gemara wants to understand, and the Gemara asks, that once we know she's pregnant, so why wouldn't we be able to marry her? Uh, a similar question to what we suggested earlier, within the three months, and puts out and rejects a few different suggestions, ultimately concluding, based on the Gemara uh, in Ksubis, on Daflam and Tess, that we forbid uh, getting married to a pregnant woman because she's bound to become a nursing mother. And if she conceives while she's nursing, so the Gemara describes a uh, scientific phenomenon when the milk of a woman can become putrid and spoiled and the child is not going to get the nutrients uh, that the child needs. And uh, as a result, so we're, uh, we're nervous for this child going forward. Within all of those havaminos, so we see a real distinction between when uh, a father knows and when a husband knows that the child that the wife is carrying uh, belongs to that father. So the father is, uh, acts in a much more gentle fashion, in a much more gentle manner uh, when interacting with his wife in uh, all sorts of situations over here. And we see... Clearly, from this Gemara, that if the uh, that if the uh, the husband is going to be uh, with his wife within those three months, and he knows that that child at the end of the day didn't uh, didn't come from him, so he might not ex uh, um, uh, use that level of caution that would be uh, that would be required of him. So the question rises based on all that we've said uh, so far. Uh, like we uh, like we uh, like we spoke about. So what would happen if um, what would happen if we um, if we would have a woman that we, uh, like we spoke about uh, a few moments ago, who was unable to, uh, who was unable to get pregnant. So the Gemara goes and, uh, and discusses, uh, all sorts of, uh, possibilities as to why, uh, as to why and how we know to be able to distinguish with, uh, with the utmost certainty that, uh, that a particular woman is not going to be pregnant going forward and, uh, is not going to be, 
uh, pregnant from a previous husband. And uh, the question arises, let's say we have a woman who's uh, constantly going uh, to her parents' house, the Gemara suggests, and as a result, she's not with her husband for, a, uh, for an extended period of time, and she was with, uh, she was with her father before, um, before her husband died, and clearly they weren't together uh, in order for her to be pregnant, or the Gemara uh, entertains a uh, suggestion over here that she was in a uh, she was in a terrible fight with her husband, and we know that uh, in Hilchosida that when a husband and wife are in a uh, are in a uh, uh, a fight in a what we refer to as bishas kitata. There's uh, there's a little bit of tension in the marriage. There's something going on. So it's usher. It's forbidden for a husband and wife to be together. So if a husband and wife are going through some sort of uh, marital tension or some sort of stress over here, so uh, so clearly the husband and wife weren't together. Or the Gemara entertains possibility that the husband uh, the, uh, uh, husband was in prison. The husband was in prison or the husband was too old to have children or the husband was sick. Or if we look at the woman or if the woman was sick or if the woman... Uh, we know that she miscarried after her husband died, and uh, and that situation took place. So clearly, she can't have children. Another situation that could arise uh, nowadays, which is a, uh, a sad, unfortunate reality, is what we refer to as a hysterectomy, where a woman uh, has parts of her body that are removed uh, as a result of some surgical operations and procedures, in which she's biologically unable to have children. And as we're going through this, ex- uh, uh, these examples, as the Gemara is. Presenting these examples, so it should be uh, the question should be uh, running through our heads as to what role does the din, what role does this concept of havchana play in such a uh, in such a situation. Let's say she was postmenopausal; she was getting older, and she was too old to have children. Or let's say she was a uh, a minor, or she was a uh, an islandess, or all of these situations in which uh, this couple can't have children. So Rabbi Mayer comes along, and uh, Rabbi Mayer says she still cannot get married within those three months. And Rabbi Huda comes along, and Rabbi Huda permits her to marry immediately. So what we see over here is that we have a machokes in our gemara between Rabbi Mayer and Rabbi Yehuda as to what would be the din regarding a woman that uh, that can't get pregnant? Rabbi Meir Paskins that she should be totally uh, she should be totally asura to anybody else, totally prohibited to anybody else, and uh, and Rabbi Yehuda who is going to permit her to be married right away because the din of Havchana, according to Rabbi Yehuda, is not going to apply over here. There's nothing to be mavchin. There's nothing to distinguish over here. She wasn't pregnant from husband number one for sure. She's for sure not going to get pregnant from husband number two. So if the din of Chana is totally based on the, the, the prospect of this woman being pregnant, so why should the din be, uh, be applicable at all? So the Rishonim obviously, uh, the Rishonim weigh in on this, uh, on this conversation. And the Rambam in Ilchus Gerishin, Perak Yud Aleph, Halacha Chaf, so it describes the fact that the Chachamim decreed that even a woman who can't, uh, who can't give birth, so she has to wait these tzadi yom, these 90 days before remarrying, and even, says the Rambam, she's a minor, or if she's very old, or sterile, or an islandess, and even if her husband was overseas or in prison, or anywhere else that she was unable, that they were unable to have a child, even if she's a virgin, or even if she's widowed or divorced from, uh, from another kedushin, so the din of Havchana is still going to apply. There's what we refer to over here in Halacha as a low plug. And the Rif agrees with this. 
as well as uh, as well as the rush. So the Rambam, the rush, the rifts, they paskin like Rabbi Meir, and they see that no matter what, it doesn't matter. Any of the details uh, are irrelevant over here. That we have a concept, that we have a low plug over here. That any woman that wants to get remarried must wait three uh, must wait three months between her previous marriage and her upcoming marriage. And uh, ultimately, the, uh, the gezerah is over here because we're nervous. We're nervous that people are, aren't going to know. People aren't going to, uh, people aren't going to, uh, to understand what took place over here. Uh, the way that I uh, uh, thought about this sugya and what's going on here, it's, there's a, I believe, there's a concept over here taking place that's similar or, or like mechze kiznos. It looks like there's just something inappropriate going on over here. And to avoid uh, a concept and to avoid uh, a woman perhaps picking up a bad reputation for some sort of activity. So there's a low plug that the Chachamim more goes there, that the Chachamim decreed over here, that regardless of whether or not she has the potential to have children, so she is not going to be uh, able to get married within those three months. And the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, like the Rambam, like the Rif, like the Rush, the Shulchan Aruch in Evan Ezer, Yud Gimel Aleph, says... That, uh, that, that, that this gezira, that a woman needs to wait 90 days before remarrying, um, or if she was widowed, or she was uh, divorced from a kedushin, even if she was a minor or very old, uh, even if, like the Rambam said, if her husband was overseas or in prison, regardless of all uh, of all situations, says the Shulchan Aruch that she is always going to have to wait these ninety days. She's always going to have to wait these three months. The uh, the Beis Yosef on this uh, on this simon uh, over here. So the Beis Yosef. Uh, describes based on a chuvas harivash that uh, the following situation. So the Beis Yosef says, and uh, similar to what we've been describing up until this point, let's say you have a woman or a relationship in which the husband uh, was castrated and the husband uh, was unable to uh, to provide that part of the relationship with his wife. So what would happen in such a situation? Again, clearly there are no children being had. There's no pregnancy between this husband and this wife. And the Beis Yosef Masculine Kosev Kaharivash describes that a person would even have to wait. A woman would even have to wait if her uh, previous husband was castrated. They were not able uh, to be together for uh, for whatever reason. This dinner of Havchana would most certainly apply, and ultimately, that's how we pass in Halacha Lamaisa. And today, nowadays, uh, a woman always has to wait three months between uh, between uh, marriages, regardless of any of the uh, the details that we've described. And that basically rounds up um, some of the uh, discussions over here in Mesech Sivamos on Daf Membeis, beginning with when, uh, when the Chalitza actually is describing the importance of having uh, certainty in the uh, certainty in the yichus in the uh, uh, the lineage of this uh, of this uh, of this, uh, this this child, and uh, and uh, ultimately into the conversation of. Uh, of, uh, of of the din of Havchana nowadays and with the woman that uh, that is unable to get pregnant. The Shulchan Aruch, however, does describe in Evan Ezer 
um, in Avinazar Yud Gimel Dalid that there is an exception to the rule of Avchana. And that's what we refer to and we've described it a little bit thus far as the situation of Machzir Grushaso. That if a person remarries uh, a woman that he was divorced from, so we know who the father would be. And the Shulchan Aruch Paskins uh, in Yud Gimel Dalid that, uh, that, that the din of Avchana would not apply in such a situation. So that, says the Shulchan Aruch, would be an exception to this rule. But uh, in general, the rule is, is that when we have uh, a situation such as the, uh, the ones that we've described, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the woman would have to wait. Not like the Gemara entertained. A week, not a few days, not a month or two months or two and a half months, but the three months that were uh, prescribed by Chazal to be able to make sure with certainty uh, that the child that the mother is carrying is from uh, either of these men and knowing that with certainty and, uh, and ultimately to, uh, to have Vadaus in this, uh, this future Vlad from this, uh, from this woman. And that is uh, Daf Membez of Mesech Sivamus.